Let's bring in Kevin Green, Senior Derivatives Manager at Charles Schwab, and Scott Durfee, our contributor here on the TD Ameritrade Network, and try and dissect what happened here today. Okay, uh, Mr. Durfee, start us off here. I mean, uh, what went wrong? It seemed like we were off to the races. Uh, markets didn't get too concerned about that bad housing number. But yet, here we are, faded down more than 2% on the day, like a 2.5% fade. Yeah, you know what, Oliver, what we're seeing here is we're just seeing the ramifications or the catching up of stuff that's happened in the past. You know, we, for example, you know, you talk about Apple today and what was happening there. And I'm not going to belabor that because we've talked so much about it on here. But we have that issue. Then we have banks that are coming in. You know, banks are pretty much ending their earnings season right now. None of them are reporting anything uh, noteworthy in terms of investor excitement for the most part. I mean, you know, there may be some exceptions to that and stuff. But what we're, you talk about natural gas. I mean, everything that we're still talking about is the same old narrative. Now, you can hear, and we did hear, the bank chiefs, for the most part, when they were done with their, uh, you know, earnings over the last little while, over the last early beginning of this earnings season, you know, you hear them saying, you know, I'm not worried, no big deal, you know, we're not really in a contraction, which we're not. But the problem is, is if we get rolling into areas that we are now with the expectation that the stock market is just going to jump and start behaving normally, uh, that, that wouldn't even be healthy because there <laughs> is so much more to come through in terms of what's going on with companies. we got to see the ramifications at some point, Oliver. It's got Derby coming in hot today. All right, I like it. Uh, you know, hey, I guess it is a little bit nuts to think that uh, you know, uh, the, the coast is clear because we haven't put in a new low for a month. Um, you know, uh, but we got to start somewhere. Uh, but to Scott's point, Kevin, I mean, can we get far until we hear from Apple next week? I mean, it, it's, is this just kind of what it is? Again, the old classic pillar of this market, when in times of uncertainty, just hover and tread water until you hear from Apple? I mean, Oliver, from a fundamental standpoint, it does kind of make sense. Apple has such a huge weighting when it comes to a lot of these indexes. So you can't really move the overall broader market without having Apple, Tesla, some of those other bigger names in this market cap to be able to, to continue to rise here. I am actually not that surprised that we saw this move today, Oliver. I'm going to say that outright. We saw a pretty significant move to the upside relative uh, to where we have been. We have started to see a smaller trading range for the S&P 500. So we got to kind of keep that in mind, too. We're going to have to wait to see what happens with earnings all the way through earnings. We saw JP Morgan come out and their earnings weren't that great. And everybody was saying, oh, woe is me. Uh, you know, this earnings season is going to, going to be horrible. That's not going to be the case. Every name is going to have their own particular narrative. Today, we saw a rebound in energy. That's not surprising. You saw a significant move to the downside here in crude, seeing that rebound back up from the July 5th uh, highs that we have from where we are right now to 50% retracement. That's not bad to see from a technical yeah, standpoint. All the commodities. Right. And, th and then all of the commodities themselves, the ag trades, natural gas trades, those stocks actually fared pretty well today. So not surprising what we see from a broader sense of the marketplace. Yes, we're going to have some earnings coming up from Apple. We have some other big names that are going to be able to influence this market as well. But I would not get too, too concerned at this point. The biggest concern that I have is if you look at the Russell, all of the stocks in the Russell options wise, you look at a four to one 
put call ratio. That is concerning to me to see Russell oh, perform the way it did, but we see that huge put call ratio that probably could spell a little bit of trouble for the small caps. But outside of that, I think this is a healthy pullback for today with a 25 and a half VIX. So people were taking advantage of the Russell bounce to try and fade it by puts. Uh, in a sense, you could you could kind of think of it that way. You can also see it as a, a little bit of a rotation out of some of those names. Sometimes when we see these bear market okay. rallies, you do see a lot of selling going into them. A lot of those traders that have been holding it, maybe they want to get out, they might sell in days like today. And I think that's exactly what this market move that we saw earlier today signified. Mm -hmm. We saw a bounce. We saw some sellers coming in, trying to maybe unload a little bit of their inventory. Uh, and there might be some positioning for some downside move for the small caps. But overall, like I said, with the 25 VIX and that move today, not surprising that we saw the, the, the trend moving to the downside. Okay. Uh, Scott, when you mentioned the Apple story, uh, just because I, I think it's helped to kind of see where everybody's uh, focusing their attention. We were talking the story about them slowing hiring, as well as uh, the analyst report that said maybe their numbers will come in shy this next quarter. Uh, do you think one of those in particular had a more commanding presence in the sell-off today for Apple? Yeah, I absolutely do. And we forgot one more point, too. There's another point is there's they're going to pull back on a lot of spending right, around yeah. some of the teams and stuff like that. So it's really three-pronged, right, the problem with Apple. Problem, I don't know that it's a problem. But but the reaction that or the information, the data that was given from Apple that seems to be creating some consternation within the markets themselves today, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's those three things. There might be a few other things, but you know, they're, they're also reporting some positive stuff. They say that in spite of the outlook, they expect the iPhone 13 sales to hold like crazy, which they apparently have been. Uh, and we know we have 14 coming out and a few other things coming for Apple. So yeah, I definitely think to a large degree, especially, you know, your big indexes are pretty well beta weighted to the FANG stocks, Apple being definitely, course, you know, yeah. among them. So, right. Hey, Alphabet didn't help today either, despite the split, still lost two and a half percent. So as yeah. the uh, spending slowdown headlines combine with the, the slowing hiring headlines, Kevin, does that mean jobless claims on a weekly basis now are going to get more interesting? Did this just move back up into the top five because they have been inching higher yeah, I mean, it, it could. You're going to have to see actually where those jobs are going to be cut. And I think I, I didn't see what that report was going to be when you look at the details, right? It could have an impact on jobs being cut overseas. It could be here at home. I'm not actually sure. sure. But Oliver, one thing to kind of note, and I think Scott kind of put uh, a little bit of the nail in the coffin here. We see the headline, okay, slowing the spending, maybe not hiring as much. But when you look at that report, it also just discussed. And the reason why this is actually happening is because the throughput, they just can't, they just cannot get the phones to market fast enough. There is a backlog right now. And if there is a backlog that you can't fix, then why are you going to continue to spend? It makes a lot of sense from a demand side standpoint. I like to see the fact that they have that demand and they still see like it's going to be uh, fairly strong here. Maybe they have to pull back, but if that demand holds, there could be you know a little bit of a pull forward effect uh, maybe post this particular earnings uh, announcement and maybe into the next one. We have to just check it out. It wasn't all bad from these reports that I've seen. True. Okay. Even the uh, analyst with the negative note uh, talked about how the other side uh, will be uh, pretty firm to the point of those iPhone 13 sales. Okay. Good combo, guys. And Albert, yeah, go ahead. Ken. Real quick. They, they noted kind of the same thing for Samsung, too. So it's mm, not just okay. Apple, right? right. It, it sounds like it's going to be a, an overall industry trend here. For sure. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, good. I think that's the focus here uh, because, uh, you know, everything was all right until Apple started 
you know, peeling back here today. So I think that's the root of the problem. Uh, nice job putting on our radar, guys. Thanks, Scott Durfee and Kevin Green.